0: Te pūre hua, te wāra ki Kia ora, my name is Faraius Lysander, and welcome to Oho ake Books. It's a very strange and weird time, as we have this health crisis playing itself out still across the world since 2020. And um, underneath that enormous umbrella worldwide is another one of the trump cards—no pun intended—of the control system. Which is something I wrote about last year in 2020 as a blog, the blog was called Asteroid Strike or Fake Alien Invasion 2020. I wrote that blog on the 6th on the 9th 2020 when it became apparent to me that that was the next card that was going to be played in this control system's attempts to create a global control system with everyone under its force completely because this this particular health crisis op hasn't succeeded in the way they wanted it to succeed and they want it to they want to have control to the point where they are literally literally in control to the point where they they are, they are so desperate to get this happening as soon as possible for a number of reasons I mean, I have heard from so many people within the conscious awakening field that there's an enormous spiritual awakening happening, and people are waking up in droves to the way that the control system is is playing itself out. Now, to to a large extent, that is true because the control system had to become overt. It broke the surface of the of the of water, and it's come out of the water, and it's now out there for everyone to see, and that's. Quite an interesting metaphor because at the end of this, well, somewhere on this podcast, and I'm talking about that particular beach ball that was seen on Tucker Carlson tonight that was hovering above the water and then vanishes into the water and becomes a USO, an unidentified submerged object. Now, but the control system was covert for so long, and then of course these covert conspiracies have continued on for millennia. Right, And now it's become overt. It had to break the surface at some point, as David Icke had said, many years ago at some point the control system and the conspiracy would have to break the surface and become public so people would see it with their own eyes if they had the critical eye to see it and if they were able to see it because they weren't so enamored with the narrative of the mainstream, everything. And there are a large, there are a large number of people in the world today that are truly waking up to this. But there also are a large portion of people in the world today that are so fucking asleep that they won't see it coming until it's too late, and then it's too late for them. And That's okay. That's, that's, their, that's their path. That's their evolution. That's their buzz. That's their, their way. It's their way. Off they go. We all have our paths to choose. We all have our decisions to make. Now, the fake alien invasion, that goes back to Project Bluebeam. But if we go back to Werner von Braun, actually, we'll go back. Let's go back, 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 back. Let's go right back to Nazi Germany because this is where it really originates, this whole fake narrative. And what I'm talking about here is that the U.S. Senate Select Committee on Intelligence called the Director of National Intelligence to put together a report on UAP activity, which is what the CIA brought forward. They see the UFO. They've called them Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. This was basically created in 2017 by the CIA and John Podesta, who I've written about also in a blog as well called The Fake Alien Invasion Threat, The Next Card on the Control Systems Deck, which I published on March, on May 23rd, 2021. I want to highlight what I'm talking about right here. I've, I've written in this blog as well. So if you want to read more about this, look at the blog, follow the links. Read Dr. Joseph P. Farrell's books on Nazi International, Covert Wars, Breakaway Civilizations. His books on all of that and more are just fascinating, They're full of facts, and most of it on the record. A little bit of speculation here and there, but most of it's historical fact. Amazing books, well researched, incredible. But UAPs. UAPs is basically. No longer UFOs, because UFOs are basically benign. They've never attacked anybody. They've never blown up any ships. They've never blown up any cities. They've never sunk any. They've never crashed any planes. They're just benign objects that fly about in the sky, and often would mimic planes, mimic squadrons, and they're flying mimic all kinds of things. I've seen shitloads of UFOs in my lifetime. I've done a contactee podcast about my own experiences with UFOs and things that I've seen. I'll, I'll talk about that more as I go through this podcast on here on this fake alien invasion threat. But back to Nazi Germany. Now, if we look back at history, we are told to a large extent through the mainstream media a black and white history. And this is not how it fucking is. It isn't black and white. History's shades of grey, and in some cases, more grey than our shades. (laughs) Now, let's talk about Dr. Farrell's books on Nazi International. Now, the Nazi military surrendered in the end of the Second World War, but the Nazi Party did not surrender. That's a big, big, big clue right there. The Nazi Party didn't surrender. Now Martin Borman, who was the I can't remember the name for it, but the, but basically in charge of finances, who was a financial minister, I guess you could say, of the Nazi Party, was a genius, a financial genius. The loot that the Nazis pinched and stole them, like and they took a lot of, they took a lot of loot, a lot of money. that money, that loot, that finance, that secret finance. All made its way into South America, into Argentina, Peron's Argentina, Brazil, Paraguay, and made its way down there. It's all on the fucking record. All went down there. Check Peron's bank account, the end of the Second World War. Boom! Where did that money come from? (laughs) Jesus. Ronald Richter, building this fishing station down in Ramo Island. Ramo? Ru? Rumel? Is that the right way you say it? Rumel? Ilá? Isla del Ruman on his building his fishing station down there in the 50s. I could go on and on, but let's go back to the UFO topic here, right? Well, the UAP, UFO, right? Nazi Germany. At the end of the war, Alan Dulles was working in Zurich. Alan Dulles was the first CIA director under Harry Truman. He was working. As the OSS Overseas Secret Service working in Zurich and Switzerland at the end of the, the War, and end of the Second World War, SS General Wolf, German General SS Wolf, negotiated the survival of many Nazi leading generals, scientists, and engineers, including Hans Kammler. Now. If you know anything about about Obergruppenführer SS Hans Kammler, who was in, here, who was, who was in charge of a lab called Kammelstab in Prague where the, at the Skoda Works in Pilsen, he was in charge of basically the top, 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 top SS's top secret, top, top, top secret, wonderwaffe, wonder weapons. Now, according to Igor Witkowski. These wonder weapons were incredible. And what was General Wolf's negotiations? What did he offer? What did he offer the Americans in order for these officers to survive and be left alone and not taken to Nuremberg where they'd be hung? There's a project called Project Lusty, which most people don't know about. They know about Paperclip, but they don't know, know about Lusty. And what Lusty was was 110 tons of Nazi patents and secret tech documents that over three months were taken from Germany to the United States at the end of the Second World War. Right? Now, some of those patents have been declassified. Some of them. I'm going to talk about some of them. And these, this tech, is not only some of it's twenty years ahead of them, the Allies. Some of it's even further ahead of the Allies. This is in the but remember, this is tech from the 1940s. Right, and Dr. Farrell's books makes it quite clear that these guys, the Nazis, were so far ahead of everyone else, and they were also looking into some pretty funky physics. <laughs> I mean funky physics. They were really into some funky shit. Now, in Dr. Farrell's book, The SS Brotherhood of the Bell, NASA, Nazis, JFK, Magic 12, he talks about Nazi scientists studying scalar nonlinear acoustic Electroacoustic wave physics, and while the Americans were studying physics, physics, these guys were going off a deep end. Torsion physics, scalar physics, they went to some crazy wild shit. They were going way right off a deep end, way off a deep end here. Now, the Nazi Bell, the Nazi Bell, is shrouded in mystery shrouded in many mysteries. And in Dr. Farrell's books, On the Bell, you get a greater understanding of what they're up to with that that, uh, top-secret device and what it can do. And this is what happened at the end of the Second World War. General Patton, his Third Army, was making their way towards Berlin to meet the Russians and get there before the Russians got there. When he received some intel and made a beeline for Pilsen, The Skoda Works, in fact, the Skoda Works in Pilsen. Hans Kammler had gone by the time he got there. He'd vanished. He'd gone. But the Americans got there to Pilsen, and the other allies, some of the other allies went to Thuringia, the Haas Mountains, the SS installations in Thuringia. What do they find there? What do they find there? Top-secret weaponry. Top-secret plans for weaponry, specs, specifics, Crazy shit, intercontinental missiles, ballistic missiles, plans for missiles that could go, that could they could travel further than anything that ever has been created, like like modern day distances. Incredible tech, amazing tech. Here's an example of some of that tech that they found, a Nazi XX one U boat. This is the first undersea vessel that was made to travel underneath the ocean, proper without having to surface. It could travel at a depth of 330 meters and speeds up to 22 knots. And people could live underneath the ocean in this, in this craft. This is in the 1940s. And it could travel 340 miles before having to recharge its Walter turbine hydrogen, hydrogen peroxide engine. This is technology that was 20 years ahead of its time, at least. It could descend into the ocean's depths in 18 seconds, whereas most other boats' submarines were clumsy. And, you know, forget about it. They're in a world of their own. They're in a a world of their own. Professor Dr. Alexander (laughs) Lipsch designed a craft called the Trebenflugen. My Germans terrible. Threebenflugen. That was a, basically a helicopter with a jet propulsion, with ramjet jet propulsion. They could fly up to eleven kilometres above the ground, and at speeds of a thousand kilometres an hour. This, this machine was called well, one of the designs for the machine was like a big triangle base, like a stealth aircraft. The ramjet propelled aircraft called the P slash thirteen B was a flying triangle that looks like Lockheed Martin stealth aircraft it was built and finished and completed on the 7th of January 1945 think about that for a moment this is just the stuff that got out into the public that mean, declassified the Nazis were so far ahead of everybody else so far and people might ask why don't they win the war then Well, they didn't have to. Think about this. In Dr. Farrell's book, The Third Way, he talks about also in other books as well, he talks about the meeting that Martin Bormann had in 1944 in Strasbourg in France. He said he got all the German industrialists together and said to them all, right, here's the deal. We're going to lose the war militarily, but the party's going to survive. The The party's going to survive. The Nazi party's going to survive. What we're gonna do is we're gonna get you guys to infiltrate every major corporation on the planet. Take the ideology into those corporations and your people into those corporations and we are going to advance the Nazi party through these corporations. Right? Fucking genius. And he gave them all the money they needed to go through the process of doing that. At the same time, the end of that war and he Martin Bormann, who had more life who died more times than cats have nine lives than cats have lives I should, I should say many different Martin Borman death stories there's more than there's, there's lots of them, but uh, there's, you know, his, his body was never found or identified as being him. most of them I'm sure all doubles according to some historical documents he escaped through rat lines and got a Vatican passport and went through from the Vatican into neutral Spain and into South America, and continued on with Hans Kammler and other scientists, the research that they, they had conducted at Pilsen, in the Skoda Works, and in Thuringia with the Bell, and other top-secret top secret craft. And it makes perfect sense to me, someone like me who's read Dr. Farrell's books, who's seen the evidence, who's looked at the historical record, the wonder the the fact that all these documents that were at Pilsen went missing, and what if Patton suddenly Patton got down there, found all these things, all these all these documents, found all this all this technology, and then he dies in a car accident three weeks afterwards, mysteriously dies in a car accident three weeks after finding discovering all this stuff and discovering what's going on. I think personally, from my own research and my own understanding, is that he realised that Kamla had been allowed to get away. And was fucking pissed about it because he knew what was going to happen when Kamla got away, and he found he was going to. Well, I'm going to bleak this out, and tell the world about this. He was taken out. They killed him. They fucking killed him. It's my speculation, it's the one what I'm sticking to. But Kamla escapes to South America with all of this tech, and, and they move forward. They move the. They move the the technology forward. Naturally, they go keep going, and they become something else. The technology goes forward, the funding's all there to keep it going. What happens in 1947 at Roswell? There's a crash. Well, Magic 12 M-A-J-I-C-12, are basically scientists, engineers, heads of uh, intelligence agencies, government departments, set up by Harry Truman look into the Roswell crash. And what do they find? Well, in Dr. Farrell's book, he makes it quite clear that they believe that what they discovered there in Roswell wasn't aliens, that's a cover story to get people off the real lead. The real lead was that craft that crashed was flown by Germans and by Nazis at that too. And it was Nazi tech that crashed at Roswell. Not aliens. And the pilots were humans were Nazis. And the tech was so far ahead of anything else the US had, the US had at the time, so far ahead. They were like, holy fucking shit. Holy fucking shit. We've got to catch up and catch up quick. Cause this is so far ahead of what we where we are. So the cover story of aliens was perfect. Because it sent everyone off a trail. Well meanwhile. The US military were shitting themselves, thinking, fuck, we've got to back engineer this shit right away and catch up because they're way ahead of us. Way ahead of us. And so it all went into private military contractors. And they back engineered this craft, back engineered more craft that crashed as well. Keksberg is another classic example of that, too. And there's an there's a eyewitness testimony that the Keksberg craft looked like the Nazi Bell. It's also in Dr. Farrell's books as well. Back to fucking Nazi Germany. And we're having this UAP threat in 2021, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Right? Now, isn't it? I find it quite funny, personally, that all, most of these craft that we are seeing, the large majority of them, are benign. They're not attacking anyone, but they're a threat. Oh, they're a threat, they're a threat, they're a threat. And my. And my perception, most of these craft that have flown, they're supposedly a threat, are flown by Americans, American military, and it's just them trying out their craft, they're back-engineered. They're theirs. They're not from fucking, they're not Nazi Germany, and they're not Nazis International, because Nazi International really is what they are now, there's no more Nazi Germany, but there is Nazi International, and of course, bringing it across paper up scientists, from Nazi Gem- Nazis and putting them in charge of your Apollo space mission to the moon, putting all your Nazi scientists in charge of that, that's clever, let them infiltrate your, your space program and continue on with their space program which they are doing in Nazi Germany. Well hello, hello, but what are they conducting their space research quietly somewhere else at the same time and cahoots with their Nazi international comrades, but continue on the program? Good question, right? think about that for a moment. Did they? It's a question. Worth asking. So, there are many people that have come forward, whistleblowers, about what was going on with these craft and where they come from. One of them was Mark McCandlish, who was an insider that had knowledge about the private military contractors who were building advanced craft that were being used by humans, military. He's going to testify at the ATIP committee hearing in 2021, which was in June, but he died mysteriously of suicide, blowing himself away with a shotgun. Why would he do that for? And there's no reason for him to be suicidal. There was none whatsoever. There was nothing, nothing at all. And he's drawn photographs. He's drawn, sorry images, he's drawn images of the craft that he'd seen and worked on. He drew images of those. And, you know, images of the Lockheed Martin sources, images of the aerial reconnaissance vehicles, and the interiors of them, what they looked like, and what the, what the actual working components were. <laughs> and he mysteriously dies weeks before the, he testifies in front of the ATIP okay, committee. Coincidence? You tell me. You tell me. Now, one thing I find interesting as well in regards to this current situation, in regards to the UAP task force or the UAP threat, perceived threat, is that the last video we've seen that's been released to public was of a was of a, of a beach ball that that was on the horizon. It's some really grainy uh, infrared footage of this grainy ball that, that kind of bobs up and down above the ocean and then sinks into the ocean, right? It sinks into the ocean. Now, the little known area in but ba- the Bahamas on Andros Island called Ortec, which is the underwater military area fifty one. And <laughs> the Bahamas for the US Navy, created in nineteen sixty four. a secret test it's secret it's a testing site for secret underwater technology. Now I have a question in regards to that. That's in an area called the hot zone. Now there's a journalist, there's a journalist, an investigative journalist called Daniel Linst, or dark journalist. In his videos, he has absolutely destroyed destroyed all of the fake alien narrative. The alien threat narrative. He's exposed all the players. Within this, I mean, I can't do any better than I can. There's no one that I know that's done a better job than exposing all of this. I've linked up his YouTube channel with all the videos that he's presented and completely shown in every way this is a total CIA op. Being played out on humanity, a CIA psychological operation being played out on humanity, and this is the card that they're going to play next the fake alien invasion card because the health crisis card didn't work. So, this is how they're going to have they're going to bring forth Werner von Braun's fourth tenant or the 14th he told Carol Rosen before he died when he was working for Fairchild Industries after the moon, the Apollo moon landings. He lost his job at NASA for basically letting out the fact that they had used a propulsion system (laughs) to get to the moon that the public weren't supposed to know about. It's a long story. I'm not going to get into it right now. But he got fired, went to work for Fairchild Industries, got cancer and was dying. When he was dying, he told Carol Rosen, there's going to be four tenants before we have a one world government in the weaponization of space. Those tenants were, one, the Soviets were going to be the bad guys. Then it was third world Crazies, then it was asteroids and comets were gonna be the the danger. We had to weaponize space because of those. And then finally the fake alien invasion. And that was the one, the last card to play. In order to weaponize space, which I believe already has happened. Space is already weaponized. I've got no doubt about that. And you know, to create to create a global surveillance grid. With weaponry in space that can blow you out of a, that can destroy you or destroy your your or you live. Rods of God, kinetic weapons in space, you name it, lasers. All up there already, ready to be deployed anytime. And they've probably deployed them many times in various various circumstances. The tech is all there. It's all there. But the fake alien invasion was the last card to play in a world to usher in the one world government. Right? And the UAP threat. Been played out hard, but Daniel Lintz, dark journalist, has basically destroyed the official narrative, exposed it completely, shown all of the CIA players, the neocons, Marco Rubio, who's come forward as part of this exposure of this UAP fake alien threat. And these players, like Luis Alexander, who's basically a counterintelligence. CIA worked for the counterintelligence for 30 fucking years. It's basically, his job was to lie and deceive people. He's come forward from TTSA to the Stars Academy, which, which fell over and he left as a consequence of that. Now, he's come forward as part of this UAP task force and is getting like he's the talking head that people use on mainstream media. Mainstream media. He's appeared on Tucker Carlson Tonight a couple of times. He's appeared on Unidentified, which is this terrible TV show that they did, the TTSA did. The CIA worked on as well, and now he's come forward saying that he's coming forward often. in mainstream media people are coming forward asking questions, and softball questions at that. And he's basically using this terminology that 9/11, what happened in New York and what happened in the United States, 9/11, 9/11 was an intelligence failure, and then we're heading to a very similar situation. And this, and worldwide, not just in the state, worldwide into a very similar situation, an intelligence failure of an alien threat, imminent alien threat, right? That's what, he's, that's what he's saying, and he's not the only one saying this. There's other people like James Clapper and John Brennan, both former heads of the CIA. Coming forward as well, there's a UAP. There's there's a threat. We don't know what they are. We don't know what they are. And they're buzzing around our military aircraft, and buzzing around our military aircraft, and our warships, and what have you. They're buzzing around. They're buzzing around. And it's it's comical. It's comical for anyone who does hardcore research and sees through this narrative because it's it's it really is ridiculous to think there's an alien threat, an alien threat. There's no alien threat. This is all terrestrial craft flown by either Americans that are back-engineered, crashed, in my, my perspective, crashed top-secret Nazi craft. I mean, I, think, I don't think even the Nazi, the Nazi international, <laughs> I mean, I don't think that for a moment that they're a threat because they have infiltrated the entire system to the point where they're the ones that are pushing the buttons for this. They're the ones that are looking to to create this third way. They create they're the ones that are looking to assume a position of power. They're the ones that have gone like, well, you know, you guys can play this silly little game and we'll watch you play it out. But you never know, they might just come in with their trump card and bring in <laughs> bring in their <laughs> real real threat. And that's it. It's the end of that. You know, I'm I'm one of those people that look at them the, the the twin towers being pulverized into dust concrete pulverized into dust and look at that and think right away, it's a directed energy weapon that was utilized. And I think that I'm with Dr. Farrell on this. That was the surprise that scared the shit out of everyone who who, who who had actually created that. Those people that had created that crisis and that event did not see that coming. And the people that knew that was coming, that this event was coming, said no 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 you're not in charge we are and then pulverized that building into into con- of concrete into dust with this directed energy weapon which scared the shit out of the neocons and the ones that were and Mossad and the ones that were perpetrating that that, that event. They knew that they weren't in control. Somebody else was and I think once again it comes back to the third way and the Nazi international so what are we going to see play out here? This is the question I'm asking now of myself and what I'm asking in the situation now. who's going to be the one that they brought out bring out this fake U, UAP threat? How are we going to see Nazi international come out from from wherever they are and go like, well, you think you you know you want to see a threat Well <laughs> well how about this? You know, and then there's movies that kind of the predictive programming kind of situation we have with Hollywood, right? But Let's go beyond that. Iron Sky. Have you seen the movie Iron Sky where the Nazis are on the moon, the dark side of the moon? Isn't that interesting? What if they did make spaceships so that they could get to the dark side of the moon? That's where they got to and they've left the planet and they're living off planet. Mm, Predictive programming, you know, they're, they're making it into a comedy that particular first one, the iron sky, and then the second one, the second iron sky, they go into the center of the earth. (laughs) Hello? There's something going on there. Do you think about a predictive programming going on there, perhaps? I don't know. I don't know. It seems to me like it's pretty interesting to have those two concepts. But there is no threat. There is definitely no threat. The objects that we are seeing, I am convinced I'm convinced in my research and of course me following the work of dark journalists and other researchers, there's no threat, none whatsoever. This is just all fake, it's all fake and in the end of June we're going to see a fake, fake report that says that there is a threat. I'm pretty sure of that too but it's going to fall over, at least it will fall over initially until they bring out, out these, these ships, these, these craft. And then I think when they potentially wheel the craft out, then the Nazi international might play their hand and go like, well, you're not really in control. Just so you know, terrestrially, you're not in control, we are. Which would be interesting to see that plays itself out, because that will be like the, the fakers being faked out by, by the real threat. <laughs> and can you imagine that? Because look, the Nazis were so far ahead of the game, and if they had the... They had the secret funding, and they had Martin Borman had taken a fucking lot of loot and moved it around through South America, through rat, through rat lines, and through hidden system and the hidden system of finance. You know that's something to think about. You I mean the more you research into that into that uh, historical narrative, you you begin to see some pretty interesting movements, and you begin to see you know, some very interesting interesting concepts. And if you look at once again, back to Dr. Farrell's books on Nazi International, or oh, there's the hidden system of finance is all there and also all of the all the movements through the European Union, the creation of the CERN facility in Europe. What they're doing there as well. What they're getting up to there. Man, it looks like from all accounts like the Nazi party is still well and truly in charge and in large. And this fake alien threat is maybe potentially just going to draw them out of hiding and we're going to really see who the threat is. And it's going to scare the Jesus out of those who are playing this card out. And they're not stupid. They, know, they would know that the Nazis if Nazi International was really in charge. They would know it. They're not stupid. They're trying to play their trump card and I don't think it's going to work. I think it might draw out, it might draw out another, another experience very similar to what we had at nine eleven, 11 We have the real power behind the curtain manifest itself and show itself. And that's just the Earth-bound power. Because the real threat has been here for hundreds of thousands of years. And then I threat, threat to us because they're in control. The threat's been here and they are, the, they are, the real threat has been here for hundreds of thousands of years. And they're not even a threat anymore because they've been here for that long. They're not, they're not a threat to us. They've been in charge, they've been pulling the strings for hundreds of thousands of years. They're no threat because they are in charge for that long. The the threat to them is an awakening human race and consciousness moving through the heart chakra, the heart vortex and expanding out into the simulation and breaking the walls down. When the walls come down, they're exposed and it's game over for them. That's the threat. That's the real threat. So what they're doing now is playing this card. They're playing this fake alien invasion card. What would that basically mean if they played it out, if they played it out fully like in a, a fake alien, holographic an, an invasion, a public Blue Beam kind of scenario on the global populace. What does that mean? Global lockdowns, personal freedoms, civil civil liberties completely eroded. Stay at home, You can't leave the house. It's like the health crisis on steroids. And of course, that would be, you know, what would come with that? Would we see a would we see a fake alien virus that comes with that too? <laughs> I mean, you know, how far in the rabbit hole do you want to go with this? The fake alien invasion card—if they play it—and that's the big one. And this is the big card they want to play. They've got no more cards. That's the big card they play. They've got no cards left to play, really. The only other card they can play after that one if it doesn't work is the fake asteroid strike. <laughs> Which is, you know, given the nature of the technology that they potentially have, it might not be fake, it might be real. And if it is a real asteroid strike, then it's, you know, some parts of the Earth are going to get decimated. But I don't see that happening in my lifetime, uh, personally. I think that uh, this is the card that they play the UAP uh, fake alien invasion threat. They play that card now, and it falls over. It's game over for these guys. They're fucked. They've got nowhere to go. They've got nowhere to go. They have to wheel out. I don't know. They have to wheel out some aliens, and of course, there's there's talk of wheeling out some tall Nordics, who are just basically Scandinavians that are quite tall and look white. And (laughs) there's a player. There's a Pleiadians, and like wheeling them out, and like going, "Oh, look! Here the Pleiadians. They're here!" You know, and then just. Swedes <laughs> you know, looking like uh Swedes you know, or Nor or Nordics. It's oh, they're just Nordics, but we'll pretend that they're a bit, they're That just be augmented humans that just have, you know, uh, augmentations done in their bodies to make them look and have special powers. Don't believe a word of it. It's a fucking lie. It's all a lie. And it all in my research and my blogs, it all ties back to Nazi Germany. All this tech, USO, UAP, UFO, all ties back to Nazi Germany. Real UFOs are benign, interdimensional craft. And I don't, I don't think for a moment that I've heard before people say that, oh, look, if these ships that were circling around the Earth at the moment uncloaked themselves, we'd be terrified to see all these gigantic ships floating around space surrounding the Earth right now. I say that's a bunch of bullshit, personally. It's a bunch of bullshit. It isn't the case. It isn't the case. Interdimensional, in my experience, interdimensional craft pop in and pop out. They come in, boop, pop, look around, boop, pop out again. That's it. It's a simulation. They don't want to be here. They're only stuck in this fucking place. It's the last place they want to fucking be. The only truth I see in the situation is that. We humanity have to fucking get out of this mess ourselves. We have to grow up, call a fucking spade a spade, and move forward. And then, when the simulation and the walls are fallen over, when we've actually started moving and living from our hearts and connecting to Source Energy, then and only then will we have interdimensional. Will we have contact with interdimensional beings that will want to come and hang out with us, will want to spend time with us as our peers. Not as gods, not as our saviors, not as our enemies. And there are definitely malevolent interdimensionals and malevolent extraterrestrials. And guess what? They're not a threat because they've been here for hundreds of thousands of fucking years and they are the ones that are truly in charge. And the minions and it's a compartmentalized society and situation. And the minions who are playing this UAP threat, a lot of them probably won't even know what's really going on behind the fucking curtain. I have no idea. They're just playing their parts. They're here to go, here today, gone tomorrow. Yes, men. They're just playing their parts, and they know fucking nothing. Like Manuel and Fawlty Towers, I know nothing. I know nothing. That's what they're doing, and it's compartmentalized. They don't know anything. They don't know who the real threat is. Because there is no real threat. The only threat to this system comes from us waking up and connecting to our hearts. There is no fake alien. There is no, there is no alien invasion. And if it does happen, if we have this report that comes out that says UAPs are real, they're a threat to society, threat to the American security. State of the, of the homeland of, America, of the USA, and therefore they have to have a budget of another trillion dollars militarily to weaponize space, which is already weaponized, to build craft and to have weapons that so they can destroy UFOs. It's a, it's a fucking joke. It's a joke. Don't believe the hype. June 25th, 2021. It could be a day remember, it could be a data to forget. Let's find out, but remember, if you want to know, if you want to research, if you want to dig deeper, Dr. Joseph P. Farrell's books on Nazi International, Covert Wars and Breakaway Civilizations, amazing literature, incredibly well researched, dark journalist, Daniel Lynch Look at all his videos on exposing this fake alien invasion. Look at all his videos on the UFO file. Next level research. That's where you go to. That's my on the record information. Much love. Mate wa. We'll talk again soon. Dee 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 Dee